Welcome to Thoughts in the Market. 2023 was a year of resilience and adaptation for economies and markets worldwide. With central banks fine-tuning monetary policy to balance growth concerns and inflationary pressures, market narratives changed dramatically, resulting in multiple sell-offs and rallies. Thank you for listening throughout 2023 as we navigated these market ups and downs. We hope you'll join us next year as we continue to bring you the most up-to-date information on the financial world. This week, please enjoy some encores of episodes over the last few months, and we'll be back with all new episodes in January. From all of us on Thoughts in the Market, happy holidays and a very happy new year. Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Jonathan Garner, Morgan Stanley's Chief Asia and Emerging Market Equity Strategist. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, today I'm going to be discussing our continued preference for Indian equities versus China equities. It's Thursday, December 7th at 9 a.m. in Singapore. MSCI India is tracking towards a third straight year of outperformance of MSCI China, and India is currently our number one pick. Indeed, we're running our largest overweight at 100 basis points versus benchmark. In contrast, we reduced China back to equal weight in the summer of this year. So going into 2024, we're currently anticipating a fourth straight year of India outperformance versus China. Central to our bullish view on India versus China is the trend in earnings. Starting in early 2021, MSCI India earnings per share in US dollar terms has grown by 61% versus a decline of 18% for MSCI China. As a result, Indian earnings have powered ahead on a relative basis, and this is the best period for India earnings relative to China in the modern history of the two equity markets. There are two fundamental factors underpinning this trend in India's favour, both of which we expect to continue to be present in 2024. The first is India's relative economic growth, particularly in nominal GDP terms. Our economists have written frequently in recent months on China's persistent 3D challenges, that is, its battle with debt, deflation and demographics, and they're forecasting another subdued year of around 5% nominal GDP growth in 2024. In contrast, their thesis on India's decade suggests nominal GDP growth will be well into double digits, as both aggregate demand and, crucially, supply move ahead on multiple fronts. The second factor is currency stability. Our FX team anticipate that for India, prudent macro management, particularly on the fiscal deficit, geopolitical dynamics, and inward multinational investment, can lead to continued rupee stability in real effective terms versus volatility in previous cycles. For the Chinese yuan, in contrast, the real effective exchange rate has begun to slide lower as foreign direct investment flows have turned negative for the first time and domestic capital flight begins to pick up. Pushbacks we get on continuing to prefer India to China in 2024 are firstly around potential volatility of the Indian markets in an election year, but secondly, a bigger concern is relative valuations. Now, as always, we feel it's important to contextualize valuations versus return on equity and return on equity trajectory. Currently, India is trading a little over 3.7 times price to book for around 15% ROE. This means it has one of the highest ROEs in emerging markets, but is the most expensive market, and in price-to-book terms, second only to the US globally. China is trading on a much lower price-to-book of 1.3 times, but its ROE is 10%, and indeed on an ROE-adjusted basis, it's not particularly cheap versus other emerging markets such as Korea or South Africa. Importantly for India, we expect ROE to remain high as earnings compound going forward, And corporate leverage can build from current levels as nominal and real interest rates remain low to history, so the outlook is positive. But for China, the outlook is very different. 
And in a recent detailed piece drawing on sector inputs from our bottom-up colleagues, we concluded that whilst the base case would be for ROE stabilization if reflation is successful, there's also a bear case for ROE to fall further to around 7% over the medium term, or less than half that of India today. Finally, within the two markets, we're overweight India financials, consumer discretionary and industrials. And these are sectors which typically do best in a strong underlying growth environment. They're the same sectors on which we're cautious in China. There, our focus is on A-shares rather than large-cap index names, and we like niche technology hardware and clean energy plays, which benefit from China's policy objectives. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share thoughts on the market with a friend or colleague today. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.